0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to AUSU Open Mic. I'm not today's host. That's Jody Campbell. I'm Duncan Witasik, and among other things, I'm your producer and sound engineer. Do you know what a mixer is? I didn't until I started here at Athabasca University, Soon Sunyan. One of my favorite things working at AUSU is our students, and the never-give-up style of learning that our institution engenders. Don't know something? Look it up. How do you create a podcast, for example? We looked it up. We asked others. We went through our material, and we asked those who might know how. So what's a mixer? It takes multiple audio feeds and turns it into one fantastic and rich sounding audio feed. It is also a big board with a bunch of buttons and knobs. I know what about 80% of them do, maybe even as high as 90%. I learned something about one of the buttons recording this episode. However, a button that changes the output feed into something that sounds like you're recording in a bathroom. Of course it isn't called the bathroom button. That'd be weird. It's called the ready effects effects engine and has multiple settings including quote-unquote warm theater that should actually be called quote-unquote bathroom. I'm not sure the situation reuse would use this button and it's definitely not when interviewing Athabasca University's Vice President University Relations, Christine Williamson. We had a great conversation with Christine and our own VP External, Natasha Donahue. But of course, I obviously had what I'm calling the bathroom button on. The conversation itself is too good to miss, however. So we're sending it out to you anyway. Thanks to Christine for sitting down with us, and thanks to you, our listeners, for cutting through a technical flaw to listen to one of AU's leaders chat about our university.
1: Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of the AUSU podcast, AUSU Open Mic. We have a really cool episode for you today and uh, we're hanging out with uh, two very special women at AU. Uh, the first one, Natasha Donahue, uh, who's our VPX here at AUSU, and also a very special AU guest, Christine Williamson. Say hi. Hi. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah,
1: we were just talking about uh, podcasts rules and guidelines. And so uh, welcome to the podcast. Uh, Thanks. Th- My head's
3: full of all the tips and things I need to remember now. Yeah. And,
1: and as much as we say, hey, be natural, we're we're just going to have a conversation. Sometimes uh, it takes a little bit to get used to uh, the microphone in front of you. So either way, welcome to the podcast. We're going to have some fun today. Yeah. We're, we're going to be talking uh, with both of you about the roles that you each have, as well as how your roles intersect. And uh, and I think that there are some unique things that you guys are working on that I think the students will love to hear about, uh, especially Christine uh, for you. And, and to get started, introduce yourself and uh, maybe just talk a little bit about your role as uh, well, I'm not even going to say it. I'll, I'll let you uh, introduce yourself and your role at AU.
3: Thanks, Jody. Uh, as Jody said, I'm the uh, Vice President of University Relations. I don't know if you said that. My name is Christine Williamson, and I'm the Vice President of University Relations at yeah, Alaska yeah. University. And uh, I joined Athabasca University uh, about a year ago and university relations in short looks after a lot of the external relationships that the university has with with the communities that we serve and work with. So everyone from students to alumni, government, um, the communities within which we work, Athabasca, Edmonton, Calgary, uh, so on and so forth. And so um, we work with various groups of people to build relationships, build the profile of the institution across Alberta, across Canada and the world, uh, and tell the stories of our awesome students.
1: Christine, was there a BPUR before you?
3: So yes and no. Uh, There was previously a vice president of advancement, which encompassed some of the things that the university relations division encompasses now. Uh, and then right before I started, for a period of probably about um, two years, there was a person in an interim role in the university relations um, piece. But university relations, as it's currently structured, is still relatively new to Athabasca University.
2: Right. right. Uh, my
3: understanding is that um, probably we're about almost two years into this this particular
1: structure. Nice. Um, you kind of just hinted towards that, but just kind of list off, what are the areas of the departments that are kind of under your portfolio?
3: Sure. So so you asked Jody uh, what areas University Relations covers. Uh, as I mentioned before, we cover alumni relations uh, and fund development, so the philanthropic area of the institution. Mm-hmm. We also look after communications and marketing, uh, student recruitment, government relations, and an area that you don't often see within a University Relations unit. Uh, that we're really excited about is um, what we were previously calling professional and corporate relations, so the um, non-credit or certificate building area of the institution. And I'm really excited to share that um, we're launching, uh, rebranding it and renaming it PowerEd. Nice. Yeah.
1: Nice. Um, Natasha, why don't you do the same? Maybe just a, a elevator version of your role here at AUSU. And then what we're going to do is move into uh, how you two have come together because uh, I do know that you meet regularly and uh, and collaborate. So, uh, Natasha, throw us a little elevator speech for uh, what you do here for us at AUSU.
2: Yeah, for sure. Um, so I've mentioned it a few times in the podcast, um, and Melinda did as well when she was in this role, but um, I'm Vice President of External and Student Affairs. So what we really look after is um, things like advocacy um, in the external world to the university. So we uh, work with uh, the Federal Advocacy Group, Casa which is the Canadian Alliance of Student associations to lobby directly to the federal government. Um, we also take on our own independent advocacy at the provincial level through uh, AUSU here. Um, so sort of with the team on the AUSU, the staff we have here, Brandon, our president, and we go out and lobby to provincial uh, representatives. I'd say that probably this podcast is a good example of um, trying to build student community. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Falls under this portfolio. Uh, we're going to be launching our YouTube channel. Um, I, sorry, we actually already have a YouTube channel, we're going to sort of rebrand it or relaunch it. Um, I look after advocating for individual student needs along with Brandon, uh, take on some of the social media stuff, create content, uh, kind of manage some campaigns that we have. So we have our Get Out the Vote campaign coming up right away.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
2: Yeah, that's going to be really exciting since we tuned for that. Some contests coming up with some great prizes. Um, so things like that, a lot of coordination, a lot of uh, relationship building, and uh, communication in order to build up the student community and um, get those discussions going at the government level about AU's needs and um, how they can help us thrive and succeed.
1: Well, that might be a perfect segue, You're obviously talking about relationship building and Christine as the university relations. Why don't, um, you know, what, how about Christine, I'll start with you and then we can come back to Natasha. Um, how did the two of you eventually come together? Sure. So
3: obviously, uh, the first and foremost thing that's important to Athabasca University are its students. Uh, it's the students that make us who we are. Our soul, really. That the stories that we tell, um, the success. The success of AU is, it's the student. Yeah.
2: yeah. And
3: uh, I initially got to know your, your predecessor, Melinda, and uh, we worked together on a few different things. And then you came in, and we, we picked up where we left off, and really just talking about how can we work collaboratively between our two areas to find that connection into the student community to help build the student community and enhance that student experience.
1: And essentially, I remember we we kind of met at one of our council retreats, and that was sort of when we were, we were kind of looking and, and seeing these commonalities. Um, what's it been like for you, Natasha, being able to uh, not only have Christine as a resource, but to sort of have that connection into the bigger picture of the student experience that you're so passionate about? Uh, but. Kind of working with Christine and, and having that connection uh, of the AU experience and the work that you're doing with AUSU.
2: Yeah, it's been really great. It's always enlightening to hear directly from individuals who are working on projects, what's going on and what's kind of coming down the pipeline. Um, it's also really nice to have a say in some of those things or maybe not necessarily a say, but um, be, be able to speak your viewpoint about it or offer suggestions or comments. Um, it's been really nice to work collaboratively in terms of advocacy as well, kind of help bolster each other a little bit and um, learn from each other. Um, one of the really cool experiences I've had working with Christine so far was that I had the opportunity to sit on the, I guess it was like a working group, I can't remember anymore, but it was for the upcoming 50th anniversary at AU and being able to offer um, some of my thoughts on what that could look like or what kind of elements I could include and to get just... Really excited about those celebrations that are coming up.
3: Yeah, it was uh, so probably back in March we had an initial meeting with a variety of different stakeholders to talk about what does the AU's fiftieth mean to to the various stakeholders. You know, depending on your relationship with the university, you may have a different idea about what the fiftieth means to you and how it should be celebrated. So we brought a group of people together, including alumni and students and and some uh, some of our A.U. team members, just to get a sense of how they would like to see this celebrated. So we took that information and uh, and put out um, a call for, for proposals to work with an agency who specializes in this area to really help us uh, narrow down how we want to celebrate the 50th. So I don't have a lot of information at this point because it's all still kind of under lock and key, but um, we have some exciting ideas planned for the 50th anniversary, which we're hoping to see launch in January 2020.
1: But yeah, like you are saying, though, there are plans out there to kind of throw AU on the map and 50 years is a big deal
3: it is it's an opportunity uh, that we don't want to miss you know there have been so many people that have made AU what it is to get to 50 years and and that's that's community members that's students it's alumni it's it's our our research and our faculty and our team members and and we've got a huge future in front of us we have a really bright future in front of us we're really excited to celebrate that as well
1: Christine, is there a nutshell version of what you think AU was like fifty years ago and compared to what that experience is like now for students?
3: What do I think it was like fifty years ago?
1: Like can you imagine? Like I like fifty Getting years all
3: your ago textbooks like folks in a box. Yeah. A I don't know, I feel like that would be kind of exciting. You know, everything today, I was talking to some of the folks on, on our team and this unveiling or this unboxing on, on YouTube or Facebook, everyone's yeah, yeah. opening boxes and revealing what's inside. I kind of feel like maybe that's the excitement, you know, when we first started is this box arrives at your door and you open it up and out come all these materials and learnings and, and opportunities it would inside exciting, this box. Yeah. I think so, yeah.
1: Maybe we've lost some of that because everything is so digital and it's like now no, I'm opening the up No, there's the amount email, of excitement
3: right? when you click that open box. <laughs> yeah, true enough.
1: <laughs> But its uh, I can only imagine I mean, if someone was to have taken a snapshot 50 years ago and suddenly now, I mean, it's about devices. It's about what you can do on your phone. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I grew up, I didn't even have a computer at home until I moved out and eventually went to school myself. And, yeah. and I was kind of forced to buy one at that time. But nowadays, it's like everybody's got one in their back pocket.
2: That's
1: right. So it's, um, you know, 50 years, a lot has changed. And so we obviously look forward to a lot of the work that you guys are going to be doing. And uh, Natasha, I assume that uh, you'll be uh, in there too, getting your, uh, your hands dirty with uh, some of those uh, planning and, and stuff like that. So we look forward to seeing what might come around the corner for that. Um, the one thing that I wanted to also bring up is another piece of collaboration around some government relations. And one of the things that we've been really striving to do here at AUSU is to, um, shall I say, get our foot in the door with some of those government stakeholders and the ability to be able to bring that student voice. Um, this is another thing that you're also doing for AU and the fact that you guys are coming together and being able to collaborate on this. Um, what are some things or initiatives that are kind of on your plate, Christine, that um, is kind of under that category of government relations and, and how Natasha is basically going to be uh, teaming up with you.
3: Sure. Well, I'll, I'll back up a little bit. Um, the previous government that we had, the, the NDP mandate, uh, we were very fortunate in that we had the same minister uh, for probably three of the four years that we had the NDP government. Right. And and that was really important because previously to that, we saw a number of, of ministers kind of rotating through that, that position. And what, what it gave us having that consistency is... You know, we didn't have to re-educate somebody every time a new person came in about the unique place that Athabasca University holds, not only within the Alberta post-secondary sector, but also across Canada. And so, when this, uh, when the, when the elections occurred in in April, and we had a new mandate, we really wanted to shorten that learning curve for this government and this this minister, Minister Nicolaitis. And so, uh, Athabasca University, we put together a bit of a of, of a synopsis of what Athabasca University is, the role that we play in Alberta, the impact that we have on on students, the impact that our students then have in their communities, and then Natasha and I started talking about how can we work together. The Ausu has their has their priorities that they want to. They want to put in front of the government, and so do we. And there are places where that is so tightly knit and aligned that it makes sense for us to go and have those conversations together. And I think that's a really unique thing to show the government as well, that we work side by side with our students. Do we always agree? No, that's why we have a student union. But we really want to make sure that that it's clear to the government that we are here for our students. We're not here for ourselves. And there are so many places, like I said, that that we align in, in what we want to do, and which is really promote um, the Athabasca education, anytime, anywhere, Canada's only open online university, so we're looking forward to working together through that.
1: Yeah, and Natasha, I mean, can you speak a little bit to how that aligns with some of the priorities that you guys have uh, as the executive team here and, and, and being able to speak to a lot of those uh, government officials?
2: Yeah, for sure. Um, it definitely helps us build relationships with the, the stakeholders that we meet with, Um and it also helps to uh, provide a more robust kind of ground for our um, advocacy asks, I guess, when we take them infinitely. Um, the government knows that we're working with the like, institution. Like the biggest ask that we have is, is for funding for AU. So uh, I'm not sure how many of the AU students out there know this, but um, Athabasca University technically has the largest undergraduate student body in the province, but is, uh, the lowest funded it's pretty phenomenal Yeah, which, it's uh, incredible. especially considering you know, they get ridiculous like how much more like 10 a factor of at least 10 probably one one and a half, uh 15 i would say um uh, more funny than we receive, which to me is um it's it's got a lot to be desired so a lot to be desired there so um you know we could definitely miss some more um, funds to build up our, our online digital student community or student information systems, mental health support and services, things like that. So being able to have these conversations with um, the university administration when we're going into those uh, sort of planning sessions to bring these uh, asks to the government is extremely helpful.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And although a lot of those schools, uh, a lot of the other universities across the province, uh, obviously come with a lot of infrastructure that AU doesn't have, I think there's certainly uh, a lot of online infrastructure that I think uh, needs to be addressed. And uh, I think that's where it just it's just filled with opportunities for the province to sort of take AU to the next level. The next thing we wanted to touch on with you, Christine, is uh, what drew you to AU, and sort of where your career has taken you, and uh, give us a little snapshot of uh, of your path.
3: Uh, oh gosh, of my path. Well, I'll I'll try and give you the snapshot version. So, came to the University of Calgary in uh, 2007, and really that spoke to me uh, from the perspective of lifelong learning, and I knew that I wanted to stay in the post-secondary sector. Uh, so I spent eight years at the University of Calgary and then spent some time at what is now AU Arts or Alberta University of the Arts, previously ACAD, and came to AU, like I said, almost a year ago. What drew me to Athabasca University uh, were a few things. Uh, one, personally, I want to stay in the, in the post-secondary sector. This is, this is truly where I belong and it, it's, it's a personal passion of mine. But what was unique about AU was the position, as I mentioned before, that it holds within the post-secondary sector. The demographics of of the world are changing. The younger generations are coming up. They've never known a screen that did not respond to their touch. What better way to provide post-secondary learning than through a digital format? And AU has an incredible vision that caught my my attention, called Imagine Transforming Lives, Transforming Communities. And it really is about breaking down the barriers between an individual's um, aspirations for lifelong learning and, and the opportunity to do so. You don't have to give up life. You don't have to give up dreams. You can travel. You can raise your family. You can work. That's one of the things that we tell the government as well, right? Our, yeah, our students yeah. are contributing to the economy while they are going to
2: school. That's right. And
3: it's not to say that other students aren't. I know there's a lots of working students out there at the other institutions but that's the majority of our students. They are contributing to this province on a daily basis while they're studying and improving their own future and that of the communities around them. So that vision really was um, a big part of it. And the leadership that, that AU has brought together uh, from President Facina to, to his executive team to, to the folks that come to work every day to, to bring that vision to life is just really exciting.
1: Very cool, very cool. For our students, uh, is there anything interesting sort of coming out of your office right now that you'd like to share with with basically our student membership? Uh, Any cool initiatives? Uh, We talked about the the 50th anniversary work you're doing, but anything that just off the top of your head you wanted to kind of throw out there is, hey, you know what, this might be something cool that you might want to, you know. uh, Sure.
3: Well, the one that I want to highlight is uh, recently we launched a relationship with the Canadian Football League uh, you know, we have a lot of uh, synergies between the visions of, of removing barriers, both for whether it be professional athletics or pursuing your academic um, dreams. And so I think what you're going to find in the fall are some really exciting activities um, between mostly uh, Edmonton and Calgary, but we're also looking for some other opportunities across Canada, given that our students are pan-Canadian and looking for ways to engage them uh, in some of that football, um, you know, show us your game type activity so we're looking forward to that I, I don't have all the details yet but i know it'll be it'll be exciting and ways for students to participate
1: yeah natasha and i had the opportunity to come over to the launch of that cfl partnership mm-hmm. and had an absolute blast the funniest <laughs> thing was seeing uh dr neil facina up in the front and he's like whipping t-shirts around <laughs> yeah, and uh we all had noise makers and it's like he would say something and Everybody would just be like making a ruckus. Uh,
3: well, you should have seen us in Athabasca that morning. We had a t shirt slingshot, so President Ficino was slinging t shirts well across the campus. It was yeah, quite so spectacular, was, just
1: <laughs> not the typical scene that you see from a university president. Absolutely. And so, no. yeah, yeah, we had a blast there and right on. playing different games and getting pictures with the great cup. And
2: yeah, that was great.
1: Yeah, it was very cool. Anything else you want to throw out there that uh, might be on your plate right now that you want to share? I, I don't want to limit you to just a few ideas. No,
3: you know, we have an exciting fall coming up. Uh, I mentioned earlier that one of the areas of um, Athabasca University that you don't often see within the university relations unit is that extended studies or continuing studies um, opportunity, and that's part of our university relations portfolio. That area is led by Jessica Scott, the director of what we have now rebranded as PowerEd, and we're really excited to launch that. So in September, you're going to see the first courses in leadership Uh, certificate programs, uh, launching uh, by PowerEd, followed by some other certificates you you would have seen as well, uh, I think probably in June, we announced the um, partnership with the Rick Hansen Foundation. Right. I remember Yeah. yeah. So you can now, uh, starting in October, I believe that one, that certificate program will launch to get your certification in accessible, um, assessing accessible sites. And uh, we've had a, a really great time working with the Rick Hansen Foundation building that project.
1: I was so inspired by Rick Hansen. I, I mean, he, I mean, that's my generation when the Man in Motion uh, tour happened.
3: Listen, I totally geeked out when I saw him at Red Deer. <laughs> oh, my
1: God. Like at it the was convocation, right? Yes,
3: it was embarrassing. I'm sure that everyone on my team was just, like, looking at their feet. Cause it was no. that. No, it was. It was – I didn't even think I would react that way. I've never reacted that way, meeting a celebrity. Yeah, no, and he's a cool guy. He's a – Very cool man,
2: yeah.
1: I mean, if you were at that convocation, and I know all the three of us were, Mm -hmm. listening to his speech, if you didn't have goosebumps listening to that.
2: I have to say that speech, like I tell stories about it because it was was really amazing. Mm -hmm. Um... What's the song that they played after? That's the... the oh, by David Foster. Yeah, David Foster. Okay, Foster. it's called animations. Yeah. Okay, so... Don't make me kick it off I right it, now. I thought... <laughs> no, don't... Christine, no. you do the harmonies. I do know the song. <laughs> yes, I got you. <laughs> don't worry, I do
1: know. I didn't know the song. Okay, we'll, we'll skip that.
2: But um, I felt like I was in a movie when it started playing, and he, it was like just this mic drop, and then he just leaves the stage, yeah. and... It was very powerful. and um, I know, I had goosebumps. Yeah, it was really cool as a student exec to be a part of that and to actually be able to meet with Hanson as well. Um, so maybe that's a little plug for upcoming general election.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, thanks for I mean, that's obviously, we know that there's a ton on your play, Christine, and, and I know that you're a year in, but it feels like you've been here forever. Is that uh, a good thing or a bad yeah, thing? Yeah, <laughs> no, it's a great thing. You've obviously brought a lot of personality to your role, and uh, we've certainly loved uh, work with you. And, and I guess I'm maybe speaking on behalf of Natasha as well, because I know that that relationship that you've had with the AUSU VP External uh, and Student Affairs role has has been really valuable to us. So yeah, we uh, we kind of love hearing everything that you're working on.
3: Yeah. It, and honestly, it's, it's been great working with, with the AUSU and, and in particular with Natasha. So we've got some, some government meetings lined up, I think for this fall already, and uh, just excited to get out there and start sharing the AU story.
1: Cool. Well, we're going to move into a phase of some rapid fire questions that we were going to throw at you, Christine. All right. And it's really, obviously, just to get to know you a little bit. And these are going to be super easy. And then we'll just see where the conversation super goes easy after that. Like super easy. <laughs> yeah, okay. Favorite color?
3: Okay, favorite color. If you ask my niece and nephew, they will tell you purple, but it's actually blue.
1: Nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you have any pets?
3: I do. I have a dog. My husband and I have one dog. She is a Nova Scotia duck. Retriever and uh, nice. her, her name is Stella.
1: Stella, great name, mm-hmm. actually. And that was my next question, too. Oh. Well. <laughs> uh, hometown,
3: hometown. Well, uh, so rapid fire, so be quick about it. Was born in Alberta, in Hannah, and but grew up mostly in Swift Current, Saskatchewan. So I do consider myself a Saskatchewanian.
1: I know, and <laughs> as a Saskie, we I knew that that was going to be coming up today. So, uh, before we <laughs> leave, I'm going to throw you some. Some fun facts about Saskatchewan. I love it. And, and, and see what you know about, okay. uh, because I, I, I grew up a little bit in Saskatchewan as well. So uh, I grew up, or so I was born in Kamloops, BC, but I got a little bit of Saskatchewan blood in me. So okay. are
2: you going to be positive in Saskatchewan? Well,
1: Christine does <laughs> like exams or likes tests. <laughs>
2: I love tests. Do you really? I love them. Well, wow. Yeah.
1: So I don't know if I can turn it into a test, but we'll see. Anyways, we'll <laughs> keep going. Uh, where did you take your undergrad?
3: Yeah, I went to the University of Saskatchewan and got a four-year degree in science uh, majoring in nutrition and dietetics.
1: Saskatoon, beautiful city. Yeah, I love it. It's the, uh, they call it the Paris of the Prairies. It is the Paris of the Prairies. Because of all the bridges. Yes, that's right. Um, Favorite place that you have traveled to?
3: Oh gosh, favorite place I've traveled to... well, you know, I'm going to go with the easy one. I would love to say somewhere in Canada. And if in Canada, I'd probably say St. Andrews-by-the-Sea in New Brunswick. And if I'm going to go international, I'm going to go with uh, Buenos Aires. Nice. Yeah.
1: And you've been to both of those? Yes. So maybe my next question is a place that you would love to go to that you haven't yet? Croatia. Oh, Ooh. Croatia is beautiful.
3: Yes. would love to go to Have you been to Croatia?
1: no. Okay. But I would love to. <laughs> uh, favorite movie?
3: Okay. Again, if you ask my niece and nephew, they will tell you it is up, uh, but <laughs> but secretly, that is, it is secretly it's dirty dancing.
2: <laughs> uh-huh. Patrick Swayze. You betcha. I love it. Okay. No one puts baby in a corner. <laughs> <laughs> Nineteen. I had for a a I guess that was ridiculous. Um, and I'm only mentioning this cause I just <laughs> thought of it the other day, but it was Patrick Swayze or no Izzy and I actually love printed it. it on a t-shirt. Wow. <laughs> I'm so going to need that is t-shirt. <laughs> so good.
1: That is so good. Um, I shamelessly love Roadhouse.
2: Oh, wow. Like if I'm ever flipping That's through dark. the channels and I see
1: Roadhouse, <laughs> yeah. it's like, I just got to go to it.
2: Yeah.
1: I don't know. Um, and, uh, last thing, a random skill or hobby that you have.
3: Random skill or hobby. Uh, Okay, well, I will tell you that um, probably the last seven years, my husband and I have been uh, trekking out on a canoe trip with our dads and sometimes my brother and nephew join us. And this year we headed out on the Athabasca River. The canoe trip was supposed to last four days. It lasted an hour and a half, which (laughs) point I capsized. And then spent an intimate 25 minutes in the Athabasca. Oh, no. That is so good. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Just floating along.
3: Oh, well, you floating, screaming. I don't know. You you, 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 you decide. (laughs)
1: Okay, that might have been funny. I'm glad you're safe. Thank you. Yeah.
3: Yeah, It was all good. Yeah.
1: Um yeah, thanks for doing that. Um so here's as a Saski, Saskatchewanian, That's
2: what I
3: do.
1: Saskatchewanite? Yeah. I don't know. It's S- one of those. Yeah. Um in honor of your Saskatchewan history, I thought I would just bring some Saskatchewan knowledge. Um obviously uh the Saskatchewan River Mm-hmm. Uh, is where Saskatchewan got its name. It's mm-hmm. actually from a, a Cree word that I would love to pronounce, mm-hmm. um, but I'm not going to okay. because it's it's just difficult. Okay. Um, the population is uh, just over 1.1 million people now, uh, which equates to two people per square kilometre.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you don't have to go very far to be alone.
1: No. <laughs> um, but obviously what everybody knows Saskatchewan for is obviously all the prairies, mm-hmm. uh, the farmland, um, 90% of Saskatchewan is seeded farmland, which is amazing. And it equates to over 50% of Canadian farmland, like all of the production. So, I mean, that kind of blew my mind. Um, what comes to your mind when I say the next two words? We're going to do one at a time. But what comes to your mind when I say Bud Ruckers?
3: Oh, well, first of all, clear pronunciation. You don't want to mess up <laughs> Ruckers.
1: No. Or... Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so I'm best, not even going to do it.
3: Yeah, no, best burgers. And I think the last time I was at Fud Ruckers in Saskatoon, it's on 8th Avenue, is it 8th Street? I always get confused now. 8th, uh, it was the last Fud Ruckers in Canada for sure, and maybe one of two in North America.
1: Yeah, because I think Saskatchewan's got the last two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Are they whenever. Still yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so if you're ever in, uh, for all those students out in uh, Saskatoon, Regina, uh, Prince Albert, I could just list off I'm a bunch of Fug Saskatchewan. Burgers. Yeah. Enjoy your Fuddruckers yeah. and uh, those burgers are so good.
3: Good burgers and excellent
1: taco bowls too. Oh yeah. Size. Yeah. I'd love it. The next, <laughs> the next word. word is what comes to your mind when I say tell a miracle?
3: Oh, ring those phones. I know. Where are we going?
1: <laughs> Higher.
3: Absolutely. I was absolutely, a big moment in my life in elementary school with tell Tell miracle Teddy. The yeah, yeah, happened, exactly. I came yeah. to my elementary school in Swift Current, and it was grade four, and it was just an awesome day. Yeah, mind blown Totally.
1: Uh, and again, it, it's almost like, and it's still happening too. Absolutely. Um, Alan Thick. Used to Legendary. host it. It's like they bring all this local talent and yeah. they raise money.
3: Bob from Sesame Street?
1: Oh my goodness. And then every hour they would just do like a random total and throw a bunch of big numbers on the wall. Mm-hmm. And it's like as soon as they got over a million dollars, it's like everybody's like, whoa.
3: And as a kid, when you only have two channels to watch on TV, yeah. it took up both of them. So yeah. that was awesome.
1: <laughs> um, okay, some random. Uh, see, you see where I'm going I'm with all totally, these fun yeah. facts? Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh Do you know that there's a salt water lake?
3: I do actually. I Little Manitou. So it's uh, Watrous, it's out by Watrous, and it's mm-hmm. called Manitou Lake. And uh, when I was in university, there is a Camp Easter Seal is on Lake Manitou. And I used to work at Camp Easter Seal uh, for two summers in between my university years. I'd work in the kitchen supporting the dietary needs of, of the campers out there. So I got to spend a lot of time out in that saltwater lake.
1: Yeah, and you can literally, I mean, it's legit. You can float. It's you totally just sit different. there and float. It's Absolutely. very relaxing. Yeah. Um, do you know that the fir- Saskatchewan was the first province to introduce ATMs in nineteen seventy seven? ATMs were actually developed developed by the Saskatchewan Credit Union. They're so wise. That's Saskatchewan for you. Love it. Innovators. Innovators. And love convenience. That's right. getting <laughs> their money. Absolutely. So of course you can't mention Saskatchewan without talking about the Rough Riders. Mm-hmm. I assume you're a Rough Rider fan, maybe?
3: Okay, so I, I, I do follow the Rough Riders um, loosely. Mostly, I just jump on the bandwagon with the green, the watermelons, whatever I can. You know, you can't be from Saskatchewan and not cheer for the only professional team that they have.
1: Exactly. So I mean, It's an exciting thing. They've got 1.1 million fans.
3: That is correct. And you know what? Interestingly, uh, that when the CFL folks were here, they said that of the... I don't know, I'm I'm gonna get the number somewhat wrong, so CFL I apologize. But of the thirty thousand seat or thirty four thousand seat stadium in Regina Mosaic Stadium, yeah, it is something like ninety three percent season ticket holders. It's insane.
1: Wow. Yeah. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. Mm-hmm. And all of the other people are from Alberta that are also rider fans that and just correct. moved here from Saskatchewan <laughs> and they still have their seats. That's right. Yeah, passionate rider fans. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's sort of bringing in. We've got a real CFL theme today we after do. the partnership. and Now talking about I Saskatchewan brothers. Like um, the last thing I was going to throw in here, just because I want to tie in Athabasca University to something Athabasca mm-hmm. in Saskatchewan, is the Athabasca sand dunes that are in the. Uh, they're found in the northwest corner of the province near the Northwest Territories. They're the most northerly active sand dune formation in the world.
3: I did not know that. I know there's sand dunes in the south part of the province of Scepter, but I did not know about the ones in the north.
1: Yep. And they're the most northerly sand dunes that you can find in the world. Uh, The dunes stretch for approximately 100 kilometers along the south shore of the lake Athabasca. Oh.
3: In Saskatchewan. Fun fact. Love it. Cool.
1: Guess what? I got no more fun facts. Not that there's not more fun facts Mm. about Saskatchewan. I just didn't. Keep going. I just, I just. <laughs> I thought that was great. Eventually, that you gotta great. stop. You and You go forever. You may as well just stop at the at basket theme. That's right. Um, any last thoughts? Um, I'm gonna. I'm looking at both of you now, so feel free to chime in if you have any uh, other cool things that are on your plate that maybe you want to share with listeners. <laughs> no, now, okay. you're the, now you're on the. on the spot. <laughs>
2: um, probably just our, our get out the Road campaign coming up. Um, it'll be launching September fifteenth, which is Democracy Day in Canada. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, this campaign is going to be um, looking at why we're voting in the federal election, what students can do with their vote, why the student voice matters, and we also have a pledge goal. We want to get 2,000 of our undergraduate students to vote, uh, sorry, not to necessarily vote, but to pledge to vote, which means you, know, you will be voting. Absolutely. <laughs> and um, um, also, we'd, we'd like to get at least one student from which province and territory to pledge to vote, so... If you do want to participate in that, you'll be entered to a contest. Um, it's gonna there's gonna be some really awesome prizes, which we will
1: be announcing later. Love it, love it, and you know the, last the thought, other the,
2: the
3: last bit of new news that I would share is that we're really excited at Athabasca University to welcome three new board members to the board of governors, uh, and led by a new chair, Ms. Nancy Laird. So really excited to see where this new leadership uh, takes us as well.
1: Absolutely, yeah. Christine, it was amazing having you on the podcast today. You. And uh Natasha, as always, a pleasure. Thanks, thanks for hanging out with us. Thanks and much. uh enjoy the rest of your summer. Hopefully it starts to warm up out there and we can get outside again. It's fall now, JD. It's fall. Yeah. I can't I can't think about it. I've said goodbye to summer. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thanks again, Christine. Thank Have you. a good rest of your week and Thank you. uh Thank you. thanks for hanging out with us. Uh this is the AUSU Open Mic Podcast, and I'm Jody Campbell, the Executive Director for AUSU. Uh, Thanks for hanging out with us today, and uh, have a good one.
2: Bye, everyone.